My name is Todd Andrew Perry. To the right of me, you guessed it, Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? Doing great there, Buck. All right. And the left of me, uh, showing up for another show. Once again. Uh, once again. Well, I guess, well, I, he was on the last round of shows, but uh, the great Elliot Dagan, you know him as the announcer on the show. Howdy. <laughs> Say something, yes. You see, the, the the intro to the show is a very well-oiled machine at this point. It's like one of those things where you're doing a podcast. We, we have it down. Like, I know every show, at least for the first 20 seconds, it's not going to hit. It's just not going to hit to shit, you know? Right. After that, I mean, we're, we're, we're trudging deep into the water, so who knows what's going to happen. But um, just want to let everyone know, on today's show, we've got some listener mail. We've mm-hmm. got uh, a guy, uh, a... A blogger on the internet it has solved one of the biggest dilemmas in the history of mankind having to do with Star Wars. We'll get to that. Hmm. And you've and. been waiting for it. You've asked for it. A little bit of real talk coming up later. Oh, my God. Uh, before we get into everything here, if uh, those of you guys uh, who have gone to faroutpodcast.com, which is our website, uh, where we have tons of... Uh, material. Uh, you may notice that some of the, uh, what do you call it? Like the graphics are different. We have a new headline banner. We have a brand new logo. And that's all due to a guy named Adam Hendricks, who uh, worked with me on doing all that. He did all the graphic design. I gave him a couple ideas. He ran with it, and he did a great job. So I'd like to give a big shout out to Adam Hendricks uh, for hooking us up. I, I really dig our new logo. Do you guys like it? Yes, so much so that I'm thinking of the logo that's on our, you know, for the iTunes and everything like that. Yeah. I'm thinking of getting a tattooed. Far out? Probably tramp stamped. <laughs> right like, above your ass? Right above the ass, yeah. Because I've always wanted to have a tattoo tramp stamped. It was going to be basically a stamp logo that said tramp on it, right right where the tramp stamp would be, just to make it that, that much obvious. But this uh, this might outdo that one. So it's, it's, it will, it, This would mean more to me, actually. People think it's editorializing what's going to happen with the anus. Like, it's as far as... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking on that, I had a coworker once, and... <clears throat> She leaned over and noticed this. I didn't particularly care for this chick. She was kind of a bitch. And right above her ass, right on the the, uh, tramp stamp thing, was a saying. It was like a quote. Yeah. And it said, okay, go with me. It said... (laughs) This too shall pass. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I didn't know how to read it. Like I I thought it was kind of weird, but I was like, oh, what is she talking about? You know, is she talking about like she's gonna stool? pass stool? Yeah, like yeah. stool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what the I first to, thing that comes to my to mind. my mind too. Yeah. yeah. Or oh, okay. Yeah, was that or it was the end is near or something? Oh. Not, but that's too obvious. That's too funny. That's that's yeah. too yeah. I think it was this too shall pass or something like that. And I'm like, what oh my hell? god. Yeah, she was really weird, man. But uh, I'd like to thank Adam uh, for for doing that work for us. So I, I think it's great. I'm trying to think. Yes, like great tramp stamps. I mean, possibly like you're entering the rabbit hole or uh, <laughs> something. Yeah, like it's always something stupid, like a butterfly or something like that. Yeah. 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 Is there a is there such thing as a great tramp stamp? Does anyone go that that is just 
perfect. That is the ideal thing to get right there. Well, I thought my idea was pretty good. Let's <laughs> stamp a, a tramp, you know, just tramp right there. How, how about Charlie Chaplin's The Tramp? <laughs> <laughs> like, put Charlie Chaplin on there? Yeah. Yeah, but it looks like it's... From the movie. You but know, it looks stamped like it, on. Yeah. Like, it's stamped, like, if like you, an envelope goes to the post office, right. and they, they stamp it, like, sent. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So, it has, like, the, the kind of the ink brackets around the picture of the tramp. Right, sitting. I got you. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> a tramp stamp of the, the tramp. It's like having a tattoo of tattoo uh, from Fantasy Island. Ooh, that's a good one too. Yeah, that was. Uh, we did a bit for the uh, Adam Carolla show when I was working at the radio station, and there were certain things you had to do to get to the Adam's Playboy Mansion party, and one of them was get a tattoo of tattoo, and some fucking guy actually got no. a tattoo of tattoo from Fantasy wow. Island. Wow. Um, By the way, a new Van Halen song, Tattoo Sucks. Yeah, that's horrible. As opposed to all the other new Come Van Halen on, songs. Come on, man. Not Van Hagar. I'm talking Van Halen. <laughs> Some band I grew up on. <laughs> you know, I, 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 it's sad to say, but yes, I did listen to Van Halen when I was a kid. But no more whispering. Into the sorry. Microphone. Okay, let's let's go. Let's talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just I, every I, show I do it. Every show you every whisper, show. and then you can't like if you're driving. Elliot's on, in the middle right now. He doesn't feel. <laughs> look at him right now. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. What on you this need one. is a cigarette, Todd. Here's what happens. Calm down. On a, like a Monday, I'll be driving. Take it easy. I'll be driving <laughs> to work, right? And in my Lincoln Continental on the freeway, and I'll hear myself talking the whole show. I'll hear Buck be loud, and then I'll hear nothing. And I realize Buck was just whispering for the past seven the, minutes in the microphone. The best is when I interrupt him in a whisper. Just yes. like that. <laughs> just like this. Just like that. Oh. <laughs> I'm Killing. sorry, but I, I feel like there's Killing no it. way I can stop this. No, it's you know? like therapy. This is good. Get out. Uh, you know, I feel we're way too nice to each other on this show. And uh, we, were, we were commenting before we started the show, when we have Adam on, Adam Albright, who was on the last four shows, Adam tends to ramp up the tension in the room a bit. He takes us to task a bit. He gets, he gets on us, yes, right. as we get on him. Yeah, and we, we give that him That sounded gay. <laughs> <laughs> we take him to task and then we get on yeah, him. Yeah, then we get on him as he gets on us. Well, you know, I think it's a nice congenial atmosphere that comes out of us three i guess yeah you got got a problem with that and also i'd like to say todd it's a little bit early for this show and uh, i don't mind the whispering (laughs) oh thank you i appreciate that thank you come to my defense we are all over the place before getting in the topic but thank you for coming to my defense (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i'm sorry i'll talk okay there we go i'll use use my inside voice which is supposed to be like this (laughs) <laughs> the inside voice is usually quieter, but I'm not, I didn't get that memo. We're in a garage, man. You don't have to use inside voices. Let it here. rip. All right. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Which way do we go here? Do I, Moving on. I just... Buck, Buck, <laughs> could you look at me? I just want you to know how I feel, okay? Uh, like, I feel it. I feel the love. Like, all you got to do is just, you know, keep the volume up when you're talking. That's all. And I'm sure the audience might... Hey, you know, comment on the goddamn Please site. Please do. Yes. Tell Buck how you feel about the fact that he'll be like, you know what? Like this, and then you can't because there's traffic in the background. There's ambient noise. I would appreciate your feedback. Well, Todd, Todd, <laughs> let me let me be honest and say, if we're doing this, if you were a better better show producer, you'd be on the board adjusting oh every second. Oh my no. god! <laughs> we're not one of these asshole podcasts that has no. some guy running the board while everybody right. talks. Like I do it myself, right. and all I ask, I ask Buck for two things every show. Don't whisper into the microphone. Number two, like there's some topic. I'm like, oh, bring some prep for this. Buck brings the prep for first stuff, but just, that's a whisper. It keeps happening. No, also I can't take a shit in your house. That's a, that's, that's number three. <laughs> well, you know, that's, we that's Trace. We still don't know who uh, 
<laughs> who shit up the bathroom that one time. But I'm saying it was you or Adam. <laughs> All right, thank you. And both of you won't admit to it. So we anyway, no? as Elliot was saying, it is early. We're, we're recording right now at 11 o'clock in the morning, which normally we record like Sunday nights at like 7 um, at 7? Like 7 p.m. till, you know, we go to like 10, maybe 11 10 some 11, nights. Yeah. And we do like, you know, four shows. We do two weeks worth of shows. And uh, thank you, Buck. And um, what happens is actually today I, I, I thought, well, why don't we like do the show back like 11 o'clock in the morning? Like when we first started doing Far Out, we were doing that uh, back in the early days. And because last time when we were recording, uh, I saw Adam Albright start... Adam Albright Hannah was uh, yawning while we were doing the show. You could hear him on the microphone. I was like, maybe... I, I thought he was narcoleptic. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know. Yes. You told me the show after that he was not narcoleptic. But. Yeah. He's married. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. Well... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, so, yes. So, what happened was I thought maybe if we, we, we... Just to switch up the show a little bit, get a different feel going, keep things fresh... Uh, do it during the day, you know, like kind of like a husband and wife trying to freshen up the sex life. Hey, let's go buy some KY jelly. Let's buy some special lube. There let's, you go. Let's put a vibrating ring on our condom. So this was kind of the idea. And then, <laughs> I, you know, I thought we could do it that way. But I, I see Elliot walk in looking like fucking a zombie and like he's totally tired. But it's at 11 o'clock in the morning. It's not like I said, come over at eight. Eight would be extra rough. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I got to make a drive now. I don't. I don't live down the street. Right. I'm coming all the way from LA. Yeah. You know, you just have to get up and walk over to your garage, <laughs> that thirty feet or whatever. As I said, the greatest thing about the Far Out uh, podcast is a forty-two second commute. And I showed up with uh, what fries and uh, cigarettes. Yeah. French fries and cigarettes. That was my offering. Yeah, but Buck walked into the house and uh, he had a he had a, a in and out French fries and a pack of cigarettes and he's like, "Here, have some fries." There we go. Yeah, like, oh, I have some cigarettes too. And let me uh, let me real quick call you on uh, why you're actually having the morning show. Why? It is the Oscars. Or, or tonight? Yes. Yes. So. Well, I, you know, I also thought that maybe you guys might have plans and want to watch the Oscars, and I I might watch the Oscars. Who knows? Wow, and uh, you know, I just I thought that would be you know cool too. I didn't, and then because plus you know, I, I know Buck's gonna be by to do the show, but always we're calling in the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, and I didn't want to limit the choices of who could come by to do the show today, so we decided to do it during the morning just to make it easier. Plus, I've been trying. I was I was trying to like not drink this week, so I did seven days stone. Uh, nine, I, I, Seven out of, uh, eight out of nine days stone cold sober. One night I had a drink with Mark Chambers in L.A. But besides that, haven't haven't been drinking. And I thought, uh, no, doing it during the day versus getting like hammered at night and then being hungover the next day uh, would probably be the way to do it. There you go. Anyway, shit, man. Uh, long intro. Long intro. <laughs> long goddamn intro. It's time for our listener mailbag. Your thoughts, your ideas, your criticisms. Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. Now, let's open your mail. Mr. Perry, normally I'm not a fan of your rare, overproduced, scripted bits. Oh, oh look at this. That's pretty judgmental. Wow. Having okay. stated that, let me tell you that I loved all capital letters, your oh. song parody of Ice Cubes, It Was a Good Day. Oh, okay. Look at this. That piece really captured your gifted writing skills. Oh, I like this email. This is good. (laughs) 
I also enjoy when you bust out that diary man. Oh, please oh. mention my name. Bust please. out the diary. Maybe I, th- I think maybe saying the diary man. Yeah, it is. Bust, not the diary man. Not diary man. This no. is the diary man. <laughs> he lives in a small box in my garage. Hello, diary man. Hello, I'm the diary man. That's not bad though. But yeah, you're, having you're, that character in reading. Yeah. yeah. Your diary man's a gimp. <laughs> yes, he's a sex slave from Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, I like to call him. Goes down there. Anyway, uh, continue. As a longtime Perry fanboy, I gotta tell you that show 99 was one of your finer moments. Oh, nice. Thank you for always bringing it. Thank you. Jesse. Please match my name. Damn. Nope. Thank you. Damn. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was actually one of my favorite uh, listener emails we've ever got. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah, of course. I love that one. Uh, no wonder it was included in the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had one guy email the show. I don't even brought this up. Fuck it. I'll, I'll talk about it. Uh, I felt weird about talking about it, but the guy... We, we did a show called... Um, what was it? Uh, uh, oh, The Things... Oh, it was called Men Cry 2. It sure. was with, with Casey. And we did a whole bit on like the things that make you cry. Now, I was assuming in doing that show... That it would be like funny stuff that people cry about, but it ended up getting kind of dark and sad. And some guy, I guess, he said he had like a terminal disease. And I, I never read the email because I felt bad about reading it. But the guy said he had like a terminal disease. And so he put on the podcast and then he he, he got bummed out because we were talking about death. He's like, why is that funny? That's not funny. And then I felt bad the guy had a terminal disease, so I didn't read the email on the show because I was like, oh, that, that's – like, how do you even respond to that when the guy's yeah. hating on your show but he's dying? So I wrote him something nice back. He's like, dude, I'm sorry. My show sucks, but you got bigger problems kind of thing. Right. But, yeah, it was, it was a wildly uncomfortable moment. But And realize we do everything in com- the nature of comedy here. You know, it's, yeah. not to, it's not to bring anyone down, man. Hell, yeah. So what else we got here? Hey, Todd, congrats on the 100th slash 99th show. Mm. Truly an accomplishment these days of virtually <laughs> everyone having a podcast, yet having nothing to talk about. Uh, Ooh. I'm sorry, Elliot, did you miss, uh, did it say Todd and Buck? No. No, no, no. 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 You're not in any of these. No, I did. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. The segment on things you can't get into was great. Reminded me of several conversations I had with my younger nephews and cousins over the holidays last year. Oh, which holidays? Uh, the ones that were last year. High holidays? Hmm. Yeah, they could be high. I'm 36. They're all 14 to 25. And never have I felt more like an old ass man than hanging out with them. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, if you're 36 and you're hanging out with 14 year olds, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, yeah, that's going to make you feel old. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll do it. Try as they might. They are just, they just could not get me to appreciate Pinterest. Pinterest. Okay, Pinterest. what's the deal with Pinterest? Because I don't even know what that everybody's is. getting into it. It's like this new website where like you make like a collage of shit you're into, and you have to be like invited to it. Like I signed up for it, and then they said no, no, no. Well, we're, we're going to send you an invite later. And it was like they're trying to build up some like feeling of scarcity. They're like, no, I really want it now because you're holding back for it. So now I'm out. Like I don't. Like some, you know, they're try- it's kind of like with the iPhone where they're like, we're only going to make five and then everybody's going to wait and everybody's going to get excited about it. And I saw this Pinterest thing and it was nothing but like, it's like a, it's like your personal online quilt of just random it's shit like you're into. It's like photo collage. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a big collage. It's yeah. like, I don't need that. Oh no. What it is, is it's what those like popular high school girls did where they make collages because that's what popular high school girls do for art. Right. Yeah. And you're not sure. invited, Todd, because... <laughs> 
I'm not a. I, You're not in the click. The right. popular girls don't like me. No. See, this was this happened to me and my experience in the yearbooks. Like senior year, they'd have those collages the girls would make. Yeah. Once or twice, a dick was in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once or twice, they had to recall it because a dick was in there. You know? You'd always stick one little dick. Some chicks always put the dick in there. You know, it's good. Yeah, it's a good, good, healthy Catholic school. You know, I um, they should do something. Maybe someone's done this. If they haven't done it, they should have like online slambook.com or something where like Ooh, yeah. the popular girls can slam other like the other bitches at their school or whatever wow. myspace mm, maybe that's what it was <laughs> all right continuing with this yeah, uh fuck pinterest yeah other things he doesn't get hashtag uh, real talk sorry internet mimes memes memes oh well uh, he spelled it m-i-m-e-s all right all right well yeah um, S- spelling is not judged here you're nice that. enough to write in the show and i'm gonna get mad at you i love yeah, yeah. internet mimes actually <laughs> <laughs> do you buck yes i do smartphone addiction <laughs> all right and top 40 radio etc cetera, etc cetera. well he, he's got a good reason no no uh do, do, elliot your hand <laughs> no, it's no it's not cracking. no it's not early so i didn't want to say anything either <laughs> no it's not cracking hard over here oh man dude what the fuck is wrong with you just twitching. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm sorry. To paint the picture for the listener, Elliot's got a cigarette in his left hand. He's got what he's reading in his right hand, and his hand is like shaking, shaking violently. Like, like he needs his methadone. <laughs> Dude, you had to be out at 11. So where were you last night? That's what it looks like. It looks like we're in a fucking cop yeah. station. <laughs> you okay, man? I want you to enjoy yourself. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm reasonably enjoying myself. <laughs> as much as this uh, morning... Can, uh, adjust for it. Uh, you, you look like the guy who played Newman in Basic Instinct when he's like sweating and talking. Oh, yeah, there to, you go, yeah. And, and talking to Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, continue. In realizing almost everything that appeals to teenagers is now intolerable to me, I've decided I'm just officially too old for some of that crap. Mm. And strangely fine with it. Yeah, you should. You know what? If you're 36. Like it's a weird no man's land because you know as 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 I say my personal motto is um, right after right after don't get high off your own supply mm. and uh, always x out your browser before your your wife sees the computer. My third uh, motto happens to be uh, he not busy being born is busy dying. Right, so mm. you want to be in that spot at 36 where you're not busy dying and saying fuck everything. I am who I am. I don't want to see anything new in life, but you don't want to be the same guy who's dressing like an asshole because you're trying to look like Bruno Mars or trying to, you know, be into whatever like the kids are into these days. I'm glad I don't know who Bruno Mars is. You don't be, know be very glad. Wait, yes. don't don't say don't that like who, it's a normal thing. I don't know who Bruno <laughs> Mars is. Got nothing on you. Oh, I love him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me and my wife are actually we were watching the Grammys the other day and he was singing and we were trying to figure out I think he's a Puerto Rican, right? I have no idea. I just know of <laughs> there's a Bruno Mars kid pop star or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Mm. Anything else in that letter? Mm. Have you ever thought? <clears throat> let me let me start that one over. Have you ever thought about things you grow out of without even noticing you have? Oh, that's a good topic. Maybe we should put that in the uh, topic folder for uh, next time. But uh, thank you, Dustin, for listening to the show and uh, huge stud. And we thank you for your positive comments. And we'd like to encourage you to hey, accept, as, as we said in show three uh, or two, accept your uh, grown-ass madness and uh, flaunt it, you know? Thank you for your feedback, yes. Yes. Uh, any, any, any other opinions on uh, his, his letter here? Um, yeah. 
If you're 36, <laughs> you shouldn't be into something aimed at a teenager. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Look at this and you shouldn't feel bad about it either. No, no. Oh, is there anything like, look, that looks longer he's, than? He's looking at the oh, last line. That he wants you to read it. The last line. No, the whole like, there, there's more in it. It's like another paragraph. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, it's a long, it's a small, it's a short form essay, I'd say. All right. Well, thank you very much, Dustin, for writing into the show. All right. Next, what do we got here? What do we got? Uh, you know, now I'm a 35-year-old man, I'm married, uh, and you, you start thinking to yourself uh, at some point that you're going to have kids, right? I figure maybe in like two years or whatever, my wife and I will uh, have kids. Like, I, I want to wait to the point that's right before the chances of her having a special child happen, but but, but, but we're going to... All children are special, Todd. No, I mean the chromosomally special children, like the trisonomy 21. Like, you know, you you don't want that, but you want to wait as long as you can to have kids, because I'll I'll live to be 100. I'm I'm a good, healthy stock. You know, there's a couple big questions you have to ask yourself at a certain point before you decide to have kids, and and one of them is, how am I going to show the Star Wars films to my kid, right? And I, I asked my wife about this, like what, how she felt about it. And uh, she said, you know, if that's your biggest concern, um, I don't think you should be having children. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I told her it was one of my foremost concerns. So, like, you know, how do you show the kids? Do, do you show them the Star Wars films like how we saw them growing up where you saw Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and you watch those Ewok movies? I, I count them as Star Wars films. And then, yeah, those are dope. Yeah, yeah, with the Marauders and the made for TV ones. Yeah. yeah, I wonder what happened to that girl. Was her name Sindel in it? There's like Mace and Sindel. Wow, I was. I bet she's hot. I bet she wound up hot. You know, she. Some I got a Wikipedia her or IMDb. I, I don't know because she looked like Shirley Temple to me when she was a kid. Yeah, well, <laughs> Shirley the Temple became a fat alcoholic. Exactly, yeah. broke ass Shirley Temple. Yeah, but I'm thinking, you know, that girl might be hot. I gotta, I gotta look that up. Uh, but yeah, the, the Ewok movies. But then, of course, then you have the prequels, which came out. Oof. And, uh, you know, everybody's got their opinion on those. And uh, just came out in 3D. Oh, yeah. They got the oh Phantom Menace in 3D. Yeah. Which is somebody wrote that uh, e- even the line uh, debates over Imperial uh, trade routes is still boring even in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> in the opening crawl, which is basically indecipherable English. And nothing that any seven-year-old wants to deal with. You know? I don't think anyone wants to really deal with that. Yeah, I don't want to get bummed out about my taxes while watching Star Wars. It's <laughs> exactly. not, uh, not the thing. But, so the question remains, and we've talked about it here on the show. Like, you know, are you going to have the, them watch four to six and then one to three? But uh, I feel like this guy uh, at absolutely no machete, machete juggling the blog uh, figured it out. He said he, you got two choices in life. Um, you can watch them in order, one through six. But... What this does is this ruins the twist that Luke is Darth Vader's father. Yep. Yeah. Be- yeah. Because you already know that going in because in Revenge of the Sith, he has the kit, right? And you, you, you see it happen. You see Natalie Portman strewn out there on the, uh, the table, legs, legs akimbo. <laughs> you got a little robot getting ready to stick their hands up uh, Amidala's. Who, who? What? And then Myla Kunis comes in and mm. gently caresses her neck. Wow. 
Same movie, Black Swan. Huh? Yeah, they should edit together Black Swan, Ooh. like yeah, Black Swan and uh, Revenge of the Sith. There you go. Yeah, sorry. Where where, where was I? Uh, hmm. Star Wars films, how they should be seen, and I'm apparently st- your your view is pornographically. I'm still Swan in it. Yeah. 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 And Hayden Christian removes his shirt. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh. Okay. And, it's, and so what happens is if you watch them one through six, like there's no twist, that, you know, that, that Darth Vader is the father. And then also <laughs> when you're watching one through three, the prequels, the story of it only exists in context of four through six. Like right. the, all the references, you don't get what if you're just watching it straight through and never saw four through six. So it's, it's kind of weird to watch it the way that George Lucas wants you to watch it because if you watch it just pure going in, it's going to be, it's A, it's confusing just because it was written confusingly, but B, you're not going to get the context of everything and the references from the other films. I think watching four through six and then one through whatever uh, lends more to the incest. You oh, know what I'm saying? Okay. Between uh, oh, the, the incest the, thing. The kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I think it lends more to that. Like Lucas being like, I didn't know what I was doing halfway through, you know, but right. if you're watching it, you know, one through six, it's like, oh my God. No, yeah, Lucas knew what he was doing. They were uh, written years before, don't you remember? So he knew that he was going to have the brother and sister kissing it. Well, that's what he says. Wow, that's bullshit. That's crazy. Uh, and so that the, shit cray, cray. Uh, and so then, but then, okay, if you watch it in the release order, you go four through six, and then one through three. You 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 see the downfall of Darth Vader. Well, not the downfall. You see he redeems himself at the end of Return of the Jedi. But then you go watch one through three. You already know he's going to redeem himself. You already know it ends up being a happy ending essentially so you're kind of like well that doesn't really matter and Hayden Christian's not Christensen's not going to die in this lightsaber scene because he's alive 60 years later right you know, and so is Kenobi yeah right mm-hmm. so what we have here is a conundrum a catch-22 a virtual no-win scenario and everybody just thought that you know when it comes to this kind of Star Wars stuff that we were just fucked there's no way out of this but much like Bill Clinton in the 1990s who discovered the mythical third way of American politics, this guy right here, the guy at absolutely no machete juggling blog, nice. found out that there's a new way to look at things. Oh, my okay. He created what's known as the machete order. And uh, basically, he, he, here's what he's figured out. What you do is you throw episode one out. You don't even watch it. Take it out. Agreed. Okay, you don't even watch it, but because every character established in episode one is either killed or removed before the film ends. Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn, Chancellor Valorum, or, or they're completely unimportant. So you don't need to even see it. All the characters are established in episode two. You don't even have to deal with all the, the, the bullshit of, of the first one. Hmm. You don't see any Jar Jar Binks, no uh, talk about midichlorians. So you don't deal with any of that shit, and the, the order you watch it in is, let's see, where, we, where, where, did, I, where did I write this down here? You, you watch Star Wars, then you watch The Empire Strikes Back. Boom. Then after, so right, you know, at the end of Empire Strikes Back, there's a cliffhanger, right? Yes. Luke, Luke is Vader's son, you're freaked out, Han Solo's carbon frozen, everything's fucked, right? Right. Then you watch episode two. Oh. I like it. I like it. So you go, you go. Oh my God! Darth Vader is this whole another character. There's a depth to him, and then you watch his backstory. It's kind of like it. a novel this way. Yeah, yeah or like cool. the Godfather too. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying you you watch and you find out. So you watch. So right after Empire Strikes Back, you watch Attack of the Clones. Then you watch Revenge of the Sith. Then you find out where it all went bad. What happened? Now the scene with Vader and Luke at the end, where Vader redeems himself, is much more meaningful, right? right. 
you don't lose any of the twist with Vader being Luke's son, right? And so you get to see the backstory once the front story really heats up. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I kind of so, like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. And so then, so why did, the guy wrote, you know, why does this work better? And it's because it creates a lot of attention after the cliffhanger ending of episode five. It also uses the original trilogy as a framing device for the prequel trilogy. Right. So it even bumps up the, the prequel trilogy. All, you know, they, as I always say, a, a rising tide lifts all boats. This riding tide, rising tide using the machete order makes everything better. And, yeah, and then also, once you see uh, the end of, you know, Revenge of the Sith, and you see the baby's born, and, you know, and now Anakin's wearing all black, then you start off with Return of the Jedi, and you see Luke in all black, and you think everything's going to shit. Oh, there you go. Uh, I have just one question. Where does the holiday special fit in? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that? The Star Wars holiday special with B. Arthur. Mm. What are you talking about, really? That's a good question. Um, Chewbacca has to go back to his uh, family. Yeah. Of Kashyyyk. <laughs> For the holidays. Yeah. It's Chewbacca's version of planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> he gets hooked up with John Candy. He's got to go home for Jewish Christmas. <laughs> did you just say Jewish? Jewish, Christmas? yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. Jewish. Wow. I, you know what? I, but let me also say real quick. Uh, if <laughs> Please you've never keep saying things. If you've never seen the holiday special, no, I haven't. Uh, I have. This is crazy. Find the cartoon part that's in there because they stop and watch a cartoon on the TV, which is awesome. What's so it's B, it's B. Arthur and Chewbacca sitting down, or what? what uh, I think B. Arthur's like singing like Tatooine or something like weird. It's hard to tell them apart. Yeah, <laughs> B. Arthur and Chewbacca next to each other. It looks like uh, Chewbacca in the future when Chewbacca goes. <laughs> Balding and gray. It's Chewbacca's grandma. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, th- there we go. There's a little hot Star Wars talk for everybody. <laughs> so it's February. Is that the real talk? Yeah. There we go. Th- like, it's thank February. You. Hashtag real talk. <laughs> Well, first of all, uh, Real Talk is a segment of the show where we're completely honest. There's no judging during Real Talk. Everybody has the right to their opinions. Uh, you may he- hear things during Real Talk that are controversial. Mm. All right? If you are, if you have a problem with controversial talk, if you have a, a problem with three men in a suburban garage getting fucking real, then you know what? Switch off the show. You know what? Turn it off. Go put on some podcast with a comedian interviewing another comedian you've heard interviewed 20 times with exactly no prepper topics. Go do that right now. shouldn't be hard to find one. The talk's getting real. Lashing out. out. Lashing out. Just go do that. At the listeners, too. No, I'm not lashing out the listeners. Lashing out. Well, I guess I am. Yes. Shut it off. All right. (laughs) Just pretend like this never happened. Join us on our next show. We we do something a little more uh, easy to listen to. Oh All right. Gosh. I'm All sneering right. right now. Exactly. Man, it is. Like Johnny Lydon. Elliot's shaking even more. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's real talk. So, what happens is, <laughs> I'm in the CVS the other day, which is a local drugstore. Yes. And, uh, you know, I was, I was doing some crazy shit. I was downloading some photos and having them print out of that photo print machine thing. And I had a lot of time to kill because I had about 30 photos. So I made my way to the back of the uh, CVS and I found uh, the magazine rack. And I saw the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. 
And so I, I was alone. There wasn't anyone around. So I felt that I could look at the swimsuit issue without people judging me or thinking me to be a pervert. Or you didn't have to put it like another magazine around it. it. Yeah, <laughs> over it. Yeah. No, I did. I did not have to put my uh, <laughs> an issue of black tail around it, so no one knew I was looking and at the swimsuit. Someone issue. recognizes Todd comes up to him and he goes, "Oh!" and it drops out from underneath. You know. Yeah, and yeah. It's right there. Perfect scene. <laughs> so I was sitting there enjoying myself looking at the swimsuit issue and as I, I'm, I'm thumbing through and there's a lot of uneven pages in the swimsuit issue like there's that one it's, there's like a fold out so then like it's hard to flip through evenly there's sure. a couple spots where they want you to subscribe to the magazine and that kind of interrupts the flow as you flip through the magazine hmm. and then I end up smelling like Drakkar Noir halfway halfway through it and, you feel kind of dirty after looking at it yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so I'm going through it and then <laughs> I look, and the entire back third of the swimsuit issue this year was of women in body paint. Now, this is what I want to talk about. That's not bad. Now, you know where they have the women, and they're painted like they have a swimsuit on? Of course. Right. And so, they're they're actually naked, but they're painted, so somehow they get away with it not being pornography, I guess. It's it's just swimsuits because they're painted. (coughs) I'm sorry, Todd. That is art to me. Really? Okay. Yes. That is a beautiful thing. Body painting. Body painting. So when a woman... Body painting. Body painting. So when a woman has a... is Who's a beautiful woman. We've got some beautiful Slovakian women yeah. from the Slovak Republic. Her, her name is Slovak Slovakski. And wow. she, she's sitting in this bathing suit. And it, instead of showing her natural form or anything, they actually paint a cheap-ass Walmart-looking bikini on her. And you find that to be art, Buck Perez? Yes. That's what I'm saying. It took skill to put that, you know, apply that paint in those areas. And that is a job I would like to have, yes. But but we're dealing with... As an artist. Yeah, yeah. But we're dealing with two specific things. It's one thing where you're admiring the woman, which I want to do. It's another thing that would be admiring the art. I don't want my art and my heart on confused at any point. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't want to go look at the fucking Mona Lisa and then see a little bit of titty on it. I like, I, I like my when art, my, I want to keep it separate. I like when my art and my heart on are confused. Yeah. That, that's a good thing for me. Yeah. 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 I like looking at art that makes me. Titillates? Yes. Exactly. No, and then something wrong. And then here's the deal. Elliot, stop judging me with your looks. I'm not judging anyone. <laughs> this, this is, is real, real talk. talk. This is real talk. He's undressing you with his eyes. Actually. <laughs> no, and so I'm I'm walking in. I'm looking, and I'd much rather prefer to see this beautiful Slovak woman in a, some lingerie or a swimsuit than the body paint. And then you start you start trying to sexually fantasize about her, and then it's gonna look like you ended up making out with Tommy the Clown from like the crumping movies. You know, like you're gonna get paint all over you. You can't you can't put her drunk in your car or else she's going to fuck up the interior of my Lincoln and get paint all over. Uh-huh. It's going to say whatever was written on her backwards on my my, my the, the seats in my car. Mm. What if you were to take her home and she'd fuck up all your sheets and then she'd flake everywhere? And then I imagine it's got to be itchy. Like, you know, on Halloween when you put like makeup on like you're a sure. vampire and then immediately your face itches like you've got <laughs> chlamydia on your nose. This is hard getting back to when Todd wore Dracula makeup and... What? Yes, when yeah, I was Dracula on roller skates. Or Dracula on roller skates. And so I thought that Dumbass. the body painting thing, when it first debuted like 10 years ago, I thought, okay, this is a fad 
I'm not going to be creeped out anymore by painted over nipples. This isn't going to go on forever. And then suddenly it's become like the biggest thing in the world. And I, I, I think we're done with it. I don't think any man, when he thumbs through there, looks at the body paint things. He goes immediately, I want to see the chick in the bikini. Not, not, not the naked broad painted. And, and it's, you know what? It's, it's damn near unhygienic for a woman to sit and have paint in her <laughs> vagina. Um, I like to see my, uh, you know, my wank rags with naked women, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need paint. I don't need a bathing suit. See, I think the paint is a nice middle ground, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you said, you can look at that in Walmart. You can't look through porn in, in that, that same CVS, right? So basically you're just saying the only reason body paint's good is so I can look at a naked woman in a CVS and not get arrested? Sure. Why not? That's as you, as you... Quickly point out, yes. Fair. Okay. Strike one up for that. Yeah, I guess you're kind of right about that. That's true. If I did look at it like a hustler (laughs) in the CBS with people pissing all over each other, that wouldn't be a good thing. Oh, not a good scene. But I don't know. I'd like to see an end to this. Uh, I want to know how guys feel about body painting. I've never heard a guy come to me and be like, have you seen the new, uh, you know... Uh, swimsuit issue with the Polish bitch on the front of it who's body painted in the back. No. No guy ever comes up to you. They go, oh, well, you know, uh, what's that girl, Baz Luhrmann or Bar Raffaele? They go, Bar Raffaele's in a a tankini. Looking good, you know? See, I think it's come a long way because I think now it's acceptable to body paint. That's why I like it. But um, (laughs) I think when it first started, remember it was Demi Moore and she was pregnant? Oh, and they had like a suit on her? That was a bad look. Yeah, exactly. And that was like the first time it had ever been done. And I think it was on Vanity Fair or something she, like that. First time ever in the history of mankind a woman ever was painted. been done, yes. And I think <laughs> I think eventually there's going to be a death from it. And that's when it's going to end. We're all going to reflect upon it and look the at ourselves. The pores just clogged up, yeah. Yeah, well, it's like you've seen Goldfinger, right? Sure, in the beginning yeah. of Goldfinger, the chick gets painted gold and dies. That's, yeah, that is, you know, maybe that's what's going to happen. We're going to have a serial killer. This could be a swimsuit, you know, this could be a swimsuit model holocaust on our hands. And you know what's going to happen? When it all goes down and the first dies, second dies, third dies, right? It's not going to be uh, Sports Illustrated that killed these people. It's not going to be the models that killed them. It's going to be us. It's time to look at ourselves when that happens. <laughs> Society's to blame. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far All Podcast today. My name is Todd Perry. Thank you. And Elliot Dagan was here today on the show. I don't know if you heard Buck the whole episode. I don't know if the audience even knows that Buck was here. They're just going to hear I appreciate a nothing the entire time because Buck has been whispering. Keep it real, y'all. Oh, yeah. Put, put, put up your opinions at farallpodcast.com. Farallpodcast.com.